Hey, it's Nelson. And this is Monica. Welcome to the Seattle Foodie Podcast, the show where we talk about the Seattle food scene and the people and businesses behind it. We eat all the food and share our insights with you. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get to it. Hey, Monica. Another reason why I shouldn't be watching TikTok is because if you saw this morning, (laughs) I did the tortilla TikTok hack. (laughs) I did. Hilarious. Uh, Good good for you, Nelson. (laughs) I literally wanted to throw it in the trash. I think I saw a sushi restaurant in Hawaii go, hey, guys, we're going to do the TikTok hack using seaweed. He put this like nice sashimi and then avocado and just basically like a California roll, right? Mm -hmm. In a tortilla. And then he immediately threw it in the trash. (laughs) Don't do this. Eat real sushi and eat real sushi rolls at his (laughs) restaurant. I wanted to do, you know, stand up golf clap. And just said, like, this guy did it correctly. (laughs) Don't waste your money on tortillas. And someone messaged me that said, like, tortillas are sold out at grocery stores when I went. And I'm like, this is so dumb. It is dumb because I need tortillas for my burritos. (laughs) (laughs) So stop buying tortillas for stupid reasons, people. You're not going to eat it anyway. When I saw yours, Nelson, you saw what I did. You just got that laughing emoji back. Save your money, go to Tijuana Tacos at the Fremont Market, nearby the Fremont Market, and just buy several chorizo burritos, freeze them, or just buy one and just eat that and spend, save your money and spend it on that instead. You're welcome, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like, oh, I know where he's going with this. Okay. (laughs) Some some trends are good. Some are really fun, but some are just plain stupid and lazy. Um, I think, I think, you know, I mean, it is fun. If I hadn't been on TikTok, I wouldn't have learned how to make Dalgona coffee. And it's not a trend anymore, but I actually like the taste of it. So I still make it at home. That was the other TikTok trend I was trying to think. I was like, what other food trends have they done on TikTok? Dalgona coffee. Mm. Yep. Not doing that either, guys. Nope. It tastes good. I like it. I drink it. Mm. No. Hard pass on that, Monica. Sorry. Agree to disagree. (laughs) Nothing gave me the grumpy old man. (laughs) Mm. Mm. My grandpa used to grunt at me like that. This is all you millennials. You guys can have that. I'll I'll take the other baby boomers or X Gen or whatever I am stuff. Did you see the one they make with rice paper? They're trying to make like Vietnamese spring rolls with it. Yeah, just make Vietnamese spring rolls. (laughs) (laughs) It's easier to eat it like a sandwich, though, isn't it? I don't know. I'm just kidding. You have tortillas. Make quesadillas (laughs) with it. God, this is so annoying. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, I'm going to be mad. I'm going to have to make my orange tortillas this week because people are buying them out. Right. Yeah. Okay, this was my get off my lawn, old man Nelson (laughs) moment. Get off my lawn. Welcome to the Seattle Footy Podcast, everyone. This is episode 124, airing of grievances. We already passed Festivus, but this is my airing of grievance in January. (laughs) Monica, how are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm okay. I'm a little bit uh, tired of watching football, which I'm sure is one of the reasons that you're probably in a good mood tonight because it's all coming to the end, Nelson. It's all getting there. Playoff time just brings everything alive. (laughs) When Super Bowl happens in two weeks, do you know what I call it? (laughs) What? 
vacation. <laughs> I don't have to stress out until about August where I start r- ramping up and think about football again. So from, from February to, to August, I call it vacation time for my brain nice. where I can just tune out, listen to podcasts, catch up on audiobooks, or read some books that I've been putting away for the past, I don't know, five months, six months. And I can finally just listen to some things that are non-football-esque. And that's, nice, that's nice, my thing. Nice. <laughs> but anyway, Monica, I was hoping we would do a short show. Apparently, looking at our notes, we didn't have a segment. There's no interview. It's just plain, solid. What are we eating? Why don't we go ahead and kickstart it off with what are we eating? Yes, we ate a lot. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, so for me, the week started off with myself heading out to Sandwich House Trace. Monica, do you keep the crust on sandwiches or do you cut the crust off? I keep them on, but when I was a kid, I wanted them off. You'd be surprised. When I was a kid, I'm I'm talking like four or five years old. My mom would always make me egg sandwiches. She would cut the crust off. Now, as an adult, I want the entire sandwich. Because if I'm paying for a sandwich, give me the crust too. (laughs) Just give me the crust. Did you try asking them for the crust? Like, because you know, since they cut them off, I'm assuming they just have like a huge bin full of crust. And if you're like, "Hey, man, can I get your crust?" that they could probably just bag it up for you and give it to you. <laughs> Actually, pre-pandemic, they used to have a bin full of crust that mm-hmm. you can just take for free mm-hmm. because it just cut off so much crust, and you can just grab it. But obviously, now for sanitary reasons, you just can't. You, <laughs> to right. lower contact, you just can't take it out. So right. they don't have the bin. So I don't know what they do with the crust mm. maybe you can ball it all up what can you make with the crust you make like bread pudding out of it are there fat do- birds nearby i don't know because <laughs> i've noticed like near bakeries there's often people who pick up bread to feed to birds and so there's mm-hmm. often like gags okay. of birds and murders of crows around <laughs> i guess that's one thing you can make uh, croutons yeah, croutons. Okay. Sandwich House Tris is the only exception that I'll eat sandwiches without the crust. For the sandwiches, I got the miso katsu, shrimp cutlet, and chestnut and cream sandwiches. Okay, Monica, normally I poo-poo the idea of dessert sandwiches. Hmm. <laughs> Sweet and sandwiches don't go together, okay? Mm-hmm. It's always got to be savory. Always team savory for me. But I really like that chestnut and cream. It was really good. Also, question here. Is it acceptable to eat multiple sandwiches in one sitting? I'm just pondering because I ate three of those <laughs> with no shame. <laughs> and I inhaled it. So well, I'm just yeah, like, kind of oh, I just I ate think, three sandwiches. Yeah. I think that's totally fine. It's not like you're eating like a Dingfelder's. I mean, these are just, you know, like, you know, white bread with some filling. I think three sandwiches are perfectly acceptable. Okay. All right. At home, when I'm making like a tuna fish sandwich, I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm going to make two tuna fish sandwiches. I don't do that. <laughs> I, just, I just make one. So I'm just pondering that. <laughs> oh, you're funny. When you need to go to the golf shop to buy equipment, Monica, because I know you always need to go to the golf shop right. to buy equipment, and Azales is in the same complex, you have to stop by, right? Absolutely. They're, under no circumstances are you to skip Azales. Right. I picked up a pound of gizzards and some new golf tees as well. Not the golf tees at Azelle's. I had to do that separately, but (laughs) I didn't want to spend too much time on this because we talk about Azelle's a lot, but I really love their gizzards compared to Mm. other spots in Seattle. Yeah. They're not overly seasoned, meaning that people just 
overly salt them and just overly fry them. Mm -hmm. And they are light, airy. Many are just too salty for my tasting. So I always, always go back to getting gizzards at Azelle's. That's awesome. But you didn't get any rolls? You have to get rolls. I always order extra. When you order a pound, it comes with two rolls. Oh, two. That's a lot. Two rolls. Yeah, Yeah. it's more than enough. Yeah. If you order a pound, it comes with two rolls. So I don't need to get any extra rolls. I'm good with that. They're so good. Going around my tour around Eastside, Thursday I was out in Kirkland. Let's spend some time talking about breweries, Monica, because we don't talk about breweries enough. I think breweries are a great way if you need to get out because many places have made it very accessible for open air seating with plenty of social distancing. Yeah. So were you out drinking by yourself all week? Because I saw you multiple places, but no tags. I'm just like, is Nelson just going on a brewery tour? No. I'm aging myself, but a lot of my friends, they're too old to have social media accounts, so I can't tag them. Oh my goodness. Hilarious. (laughs) They don't have Instagram accounts, these non-foodie friends. So I was like, ah. It may look like I have, I'm drinking four beers, but I'm in in actuality, I'm only drinking like maybe one, one and a half. So so there are I remember last time I saw you drink four beers. (laughs) Uh, I don't, because I get nauseous if I drink four beers. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Anyway, in Kirkland, Maelstrom Brewing Company has a taster room and they have scotch ales, pilsners, nitro stouts, lots of beer selections. But what's really interesting to me, Monica, is that they make their own red tentacle raspberry hard seltzer. (laughs) When I heard hard seltzer, I immediately thought of you, Monica, because between us two, you are the hard seltzer specialist, mainly because you drink more than one hard seltzer in your life. That's all I'm drinking. (laughs) I know. Everybody else is so basic. They're just claw me. <laughs> I'm just like, no, there's more than just white claw. <laughs> I think you bought me one white claw to try and I'm like, no, I'm right. done. That's enough for me. But <laughs> I had a taster of it. There was a $3 taster and I actually liked the hard seltzer. Mm-hmm. You can get actually get a growler of it, which is kind of nice if you are into the seltzer life. As for me, yeah. they also make their own root beer and you know mm-hmm. how much I love root beers made in breweries. I always look for it to see if they have root beer on tap. If they can make their yeah. own root beer, that's even a bonus. So I like that. Right. I can get a growler there of root beer. There is nothing like it. <laughs> oh, totally. There's nothing like homemade root beer. Actually, that should be your new quarantine project, Nelson. Oh, yeah. Maybe I should make root beer. It's awesome. So if someone buys me a brewery kit, I was like, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> uh, what would you do with it? I made, I made root beer out of it. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> I love it because the breweries have that carbonation, right? So they make root beer. I've seen other places make lemon their own lemon lime soda. I'm like, I'm in. Yeah. Give me that. Give me a growler of that if you want. Another week, another Monica-influenced meal. Last week, Monica, you were talking about teriyaki time. So I had to get some teriyaki after drinking at Maelstrom Brewing. I stopped by Teriyaki Plus and got the spicy chicken teriyaki for $10.50. That's deals, Monica. If you don't mm. want it spicy, it's only $10. <laughs> All that extra 50 cents is a spice. Yes, 50 cents for just spicy. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Mounds of chicken teriyaki that literally feels like it weighed five to six pounds, Monica. If you're in the Kirkland area, I highly recommend it. Also, this is a bonus for me. They have sports artwork I noticed up on their walls, and it's by a very local artist. His name is Keegan Hall. If you're not familiar with Keegan's work, Keegan's pencil artwork went viral when he recreated the iconic Michael Jordan free throw line dunk. I'm sure you've seen that picture. It's all around Nike. You've seen it probably, Monica. Yeah, and and I know who Keegan Hall is. 
He does all of his artwork in pencil, mechanical pencils, you guys. That's amazing. He uploaded that Michael Jordan picture in October on Reddit. It blew up, spent over 250 hours to finish that masterpiece. And you can see some of his other pieces at Teriyaki Plus. I think they had a Russell Wilson. They had some Seounders. They had a Sean Kemp picture he has up there. It's really neat. It's worth going back to just to look at it. Sounds fun. Late on a Friday night, after striking out at several places trying to eat outdoor with friends, I don't. First of all, let's talk about this, Monica. I don't see the attraction of eating outdoor in thirty-five degree weather. Oh, <laughs> it really? is very I like chilly. It. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Oh man, I see these people, and they're like, we went out there and said, like, oh, the patio, the outdoor patio is about to close up at eight o'clock. We got there, I think, about seven fifty. And I'm sitting there and these guys are like hands shaking (laughs) their spoon into their mouth. And I'm like, oh boy. (laughs) I was like, I don't know if this is the right experience for me. I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't know about you, Monica. Yeah, no, I like eating outdoors. Um, And and I think, you know, I'm just warm blooded anyway. So I don't really feel the cold. I'm born and bred to live in Seattle for sure. (laughs) I like it. I like the cold too, but, and then especially when it's supposed to snow today (laughs) and tonight and later tomorrow, I I don't know if I can handle that. (laughs) Okay. Takeout it is. We just decided to get takeout and head home. I stopped by for Seattle best tea for some chrysanthemum tea and also ordered the Friday special XO fried rice for $8 from Ganbe and their XO rice rolls. Hmm. I'm all about mm. deals, man, Monica. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I can Teriyaki <laughs> for $10. XO fried rice for $8. I just love yeah. how crispy those pan fried rice rolls were. With It's with plenty of dried shrimp, scallions, and XO sauce. First of all, shout out to friend of the podcast, Insatiably Epicurious, who's been on the show last year. She reposted Ganbei's daily specials on Facebook, and that's where I found out about it. Mm-hmm. If you didn't see, because Monica, I don't think you're on the Facebook group. Amy went on like an epic Chinatown food crawl, just like we do, but on a more massive scale. Okay. And that tells you something. I I think she hit up seven or eight different spots in, in just one food crawl, yeah. just to pick up food for her family. And just to, she calls it her meal planning. That's how she meal plans. I am, I am all for that. I don't want any broccoli and salmon. I want a meal plan for siu mai and chicken wings and sticky rice. That's that's what my meal plan should be. <laughs> wow, sounds pretty epic. It's been a while since I've been to seven places in a day. Hmm, wow. I don't think I can <laughs> tackle that. And if I do, I wouldn't post all of it in my stories because I'd be so shameful about it. It's just like... How quickly we forget hanging out with our foodie fam, Nelson. I know. Like it's never happened before. <laughs> For you, it's justifiable. Four orders of sumai is like, oh, it's for my family. But when I get four orders of sumai, uh, he's not sharing that with anyone. It's like, nope, I'm not. That's fair. <laughs> but my family doesn't always eat the food I bring home. So I think you'd be surprised how much they don't eat. <laughs> All right. Well, finally, on Saturday, I was up in Edmonds. Monica, let's, easy question. Where are the two spots I always go to in Edmonds? Oh, Hamburger Harry's and uh, what's that pasta place? Oh, Salt and Iron. How about Salt and Iron? No, I've never heard of those two places. Those <laughs> <people>. <laughs> it's Onapoki and Market. 
Of course. Of course. Those are the only two places I go to. Well, I tried to stop by Onopoke. They close at 7 p.m. according to Yelp. I got there at 5.30 p.m. So I thought I had plenty of time to get some poke, right? Mm -hmm. Gucci, right? Mm -hmm. Well, they sold out and closed early. So mm -hmm. sad panda. I didn't get any Ono Poke. It was like 5.15 and they closed and sold out. I was like, I, I thought know. I was good. I almost had two hours left <laughs> before, but they didn't even do it. So uh, I tried. Here's a pro tip for you. They're normally okay. closed on Mondays. So Sundays they have to watch their inventory. And if they have extra inventory on Sundays, they'll make it a flash sale on Monday. But it's kind mm -hmm. of, even though they're closed, they'll sell it in the mornings. But it's yeah. it's still a dicey situation for them because as you know, their fish won't save. They don't save their, it's all right. fresh, right? So yeah, that's a pro tip. Be careful when you go on Sundays. Go early in the day. I didn't go on Sunday though. I went on Saturday. Well, so Saturday. they should have been plenty on Saturday, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Did you know they're opening a new shop? They are. Where are they? I'm Kingston. hoping Issaquah. Kingston. Oh my God. Kingston. <laughs> Actually, I do know that they opened it. They're opening up a new shop in Kingston. Steve, you need to open a place in the east side. I'm telling you. I don't think there's enough business in Issaquah. Sorry. Oh, come on. <laughs> Where is Issaquah again? <laughs> Kingston, though. Yeah. They've done Kingston. a couple pop-ups over there. Over, over Love there. it. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm good to see that they're growing. I'm glad when I drove by that they sold out because that, that means it's good business. So people are liking it. I love it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> now I'm craving poke. Okay, Monica, <laughs> tell me what you're eating because you're going to influence me on what I'm going to eat this week. So give me some inspiration. I know we are just bad for each other. Two weeks in a row where you've influenced me. So now don't give me another Panda Express. Give me something good. Give me, give <laughs> you, me something you've good. You've been influencing me too. But first, <laughs> yeah, I think you're going to be headed to Edmonds again this week, Nelson, just because you can't get, you can't, you need it. You need it. So I'll expect you up in my neck of the woods soon. Okay. Okay. So we started out with a vi visit to Lil Woody's for cookies, country, cafeteria, chicken sandwich. That's a lot of words. Growing up, my favorite school lunches, one of my favorite school lunches was a chicken patty sandwich. And it really reminded me of those nostalgic days with a bit of pink slip sauce, <laughs> pickles, and American cheese. Lil Woody's has really easy online ordering. So easy. I actually didn't write this in my notes, but we went to Lil Woody's twice last week because as you know, Cole really loves burgers and he loves Lil Woody's. You know, they really need to have tater tots on their regular <laughs> menu instead of a, a special menu. They were super crunchy. I like crunchy tater mm -hmm. tots for sure. Because if you make them crunchy, then you can make tachos and, you know, they really yeah. hold up well. So Cookie's Country Kitchen just got done with a bootleg barbecue collab this weekend that looked delicious. I didn't go, but uh, watch out for them because they're doing lots of stuff. Since I was in Ballard, I stopped by Sushi Eye. I'd never been there before for a Riverstone roll, which is snow crab, cream cheese, avocado, smoked salmon, and dill, and some maguro nigiri because that's my favorite. And they also have a really great website for ordering. And I definitely want to try out more of their menu because they have a pretty expensive menu for rolls. So and I know how much you like rolls, Nelson. So I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> I love rolls. You're a roll fan. I love rolls a lot. Know you know you that, Monica. I know. <laughs> There's a sushi eye. There's a mm -hmm. sushi J and crossroads. Yeah. Right. I know. We need to find a sushi sushi K, Monica. Right. I know. <laughs> I know I got really confused because I was just like, are you sure it's Sushi I? Because I've heard of Sushi J before. And I was uh -huh. like, oh, they have the whole alphabet. 
Washington State needs to have everything from Sushi A all the way to Sushi Z. So there needs to be 26 different locations of sushi spots. All totally different. Sushi A, Sushi B, Sushi C, totally Sushi D, etc., etc. All totally right. different. All by 26 different owners. That's what they need to do. <laughs> I know. I'm there for it. I'm there for it. But uh, definitely worth a try. I feel like it would be like a Black Mirror episode to have all those. I don't know for some reason. <laughs> Are you a Black Mirror fan? No, I'm not. I've heard, I've seen a couple episodes and I'm I think I had I, I got yeah. the gist of it, but that's what anyway. <laughs> that's enough for me. Yeah, I agree. I can't really get into it. Okay. So next up, I haven't been venturing out of my neighborhood much, and so I'm glad Sweet Nothings and More delivers care packs on Sunday. So for $30, you can get a box of goodies like croissants, cakes, cookies, and more. This week, my favorite was the Boston Cream Croissant, and it was flaky and airy and filled with cream and topped with chocolate. I halved it because I thought that I would have to share, but I didn't have to share, so I got to eat the whole thing myself. And these croissants are huge. Alina delivers those herself on Sunday, so if you're looking for pastries to your door, that's your chance. Not to though. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Nelson, you know this. Uh, my son Cole and sister-in-law Olivia are birthday buddies and they celebrate a day apart. So we always try to have a good time eating together. So this year we're outdoors at University Village and I stopped to pick up dipping noodles from Hokkaido Ramen Santuka because I was getting it to go. The thing is like getting ramen to go, I don't do it. I've only eaten it in person during the pandemic. Dipping noodles is is the one exception if the place has it because it really allows more control over the textures of the noodle and the, and the soup. And I really like a nice chewy bite to my noodles and so it, it holds up better their online system wasn't working for me but hey nelson i called in my order so it would be ready when i got there and so they did take my order on the phone and they also have a small seating area outside their restaurant now nelson you know my son cole loves tutabella and they have a location inside the qfc at u village just like they do at kirkland urban because i know you've been to that one mm-hmm. uh, we ordered cheese pizzas and a roberto roberto is one of my favorite white pizzas it's got olive oil pistachio puree sausage mozzarella smoked buffalo mozzarella and basil. So normally with Tutabella online ordering is really easy, but this time, oh, I ordered by the phone on phone because I was already on the phone and you can buy three pizzas and get one free. So of course we had to get four. See, and Nelson, you can do that too because you can eat leftovers for a couple days. So nobody's going to be like, oh, he's going to eat all four pizzas. He's going to eat all four pizzas over three days. So, you know, it's totally yeah. cool. Meal planning. <laughs> Meal planning. Yeah. Meal pl- that, that's what we'll call it from now on. Thank you, Insane Tribute. Epicurious. As always, we have to stop by Hello Robin for cookies, ice cream, ice cream sandwiches, and coffee. Okay. So I don't know if you know this, because I don't think I've told you, but my my son is fascinated by crepes. He talks about crepes all the time, and he's never tried to make them. And it's probably because he grew up around crepes, because uh, my friends owned a food truck for years, and we used to always get them there. But we can't get those from them anymore. So I decided to make some for his birthday. Like when he got up in the morning, they were ready for him. So that was kind of a cool surprise. He has really simple tastes, and so it was just butter with a little bit of cinnamon sugar. And a good crepe is really hard to find in Seattle. Seattle, but I'm always on the hunt. I mean, it's it's surprisingly hard to find. Yeah. Really? I feel like there's a lot of crepe spots good that have crepes? been coming up. I don't know good crepes, but there's La Rue mm-hmm. out in Capitol Hill, which by the way, La Rue means the street in French. If you guys knew. <laughs> I took French. <laughs> in addition to going to the UW, I also took French as well. So. <laughs> I'll have to try there. I'll have to try there. Yeah, and then there's a, a a couple other places in downtown too as well. So I was just because when I was reading your notes, I was like, well, there's actually a lot of crepe spots that I think, in my opinion, crepes are difficult for me to make at home because you need that mm-hmm. very large round surface that I don't have, yeah. and then yeah. 
you need that special wooden spatula or spoon or whatever that rolling pin thing yeah. is that they, they use to make. I don't know. I just go and anytime I need <laughs> a crepe, I just get Nutella crepe, please. That's what I want. Right. Just Nutella or you can do it with Nutella and bananas. I'll do that too. I don't have any of that special equipment. I literally use an Abio pan and mm-hmm. um, chopsticks and a spatula. So, yeah, I oh, mean, that works it, too. Yeah. it definitely makes it easier to have the right equipment. But because I don't make crepes often, I, I don't need any more kitchen stuff in my house. I got a lot of equipment. I got a lot mm-hmm. of special equipment, Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he loved them. So that was great. You know, I'm all about pink drinks. I like pink drinks. And so do you, Nelson. Let's face it. <laughs> I got to try rose matcha by Arcana. pink and red means berries. So I, it has to be good if it's that. If it's right. It has to red. be good. Right. So this rose matcha is by Arteo and I bought it off the W marketplace website. So this is a Seattle based company dedicated to women owned businesses. And the rose matcha is actually dragon fruit. And it was really fun to make and drink. So as I told you in my reel, Nelson glitter comes separately, but <laughs> you can't add it yourself. <laughs> and and yeah, I, I never tried it. So I just thought it was really interesting. So I bought that. And let's see, it was really nice last week. There are a lot of sunny days. So Cole and I went on a 45 minute walk, which he did not appreciate. And if I'm honest, I didn't appreciate either. <laughs> we were trying to enjoy the sunshine and get out of the house. Uh, he suggested a stop at Kariba Sushi because as you know, he he loves the karaage there and I just get nigiri. So nice little neighborhood stop. And here's how you influenced me, Nelson. I couldn't stop thinking about Mekong Village since your last visit and I decided to get takeout. I ordered banh mi for Cole and grabbed short ribs. And I love that they serve broken rice there because that's where it's at for me. I just love that texture. It's fluffier to me. And it's just something a little bit different that makes my meal that much better. And then, of course, pickled veggies and tender, flavorful meat. I've been thinking about it for a while because you went to Mekon like a month ago, right? Uh, maybe yeah. two months ago, but I really love that place. Really? It's such a hidden gem. Yeah. Just along, what is it, Aurora, I think, I believe. And uh-huh. I think I want to pick up a vermicelli bowl from there next time around that area. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I was reminded I hadn't been there in a while. Um, mostly I don't go there because it's by the um, the COVID testing. And there's usually a long line of cars blocking the driveway. It's been happening ever since they opened up that testing site. So I've been staying away. Uh, late night eats is a thing and Cole baked a cake from a mix. He usually makes from scratch, but it's late. So, you know, uh, we realized there wasn't any frosting. So I pulled together buttercream and I haven't made buttercream in so long, but just It's so quick and easy, only takes a handful of pantry ingredients. Highly recommend people make it when you can. Uh, So much better than stuff out of a can, even though it doesn't seem like it, it totally is. So good. Next up, the good people at Koro Foods, Salumi sent me some chorizo sausage to try. I like to make afternoon snack boards during the week, and I always have meat, cheese, and fruit in the house. Chorizo is a nice addition to their lineup, but it is limited edition, so try to get some while you can. Personally, I like to pair it with the goat cheese. I thought those flavors went really well together. Did you see Dude with Signs put up something? Charcuterie is just no. adult lunchables. That's <laughs> it's official, Monica. When Dude with Sign puts it up and talks about charcuterie, yes, it's basically yeah. lunchables. That's all it is. We're, we we are now defined by Dude with Sign and Bernie and for all of time. Bernie's Bernie's where it's at. Feel the burn. Okay. <laughs> So Nelson, you influenced me again. So Mm. I decided to try sesame chicken again, give it another try. 
And I ordered some from Shandong Bao House along with some barbecue pork buns and Shaolong Bao. So the chicken, definitely a huge portion, enough to last two meals. But it just didn't hit the spot for me. I mean, I just can't give up my orange chicken. And I'm glad both of us have been open to trying things again that we, we think we don't like. <laughs> but this is just another instance. We're just going to have to agree to disagree. Like the sesame chicken was so mild and like just doesn't have that flavor pop or texture of the orange chicken. So we tried, Nelson. We tried. I know we tried, Monica. I'm sorry. I just can't do orange chicken because it tastes like oranges. I don't like it. <laughs> it's called orange chicken. And I can't do sesame chicken because it tastes like sesame. <laughs> <laughs> the sesame chicken is at least like sweet without the orange taste. And I'm like, sign me up for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. By the way, if I tell my parents, my Chinese immigrated parents that I ate sesame chicken, they would just slap me upside the head and tell me what's wrong with you. Is that why you were eating it in your car? (laughs) It's shameful to bring that stuff into the house. I can't do that. (laughs) You're all burying, hiding the garbage, like digging a hole in the backyard. (laughs) Make sure your mom doesn't say that. (laughs) that's hilarious oh my gosh nelson no i i get that i totally get that okay so finally the good people at picado bueno invited me for a tasting and as you'll see from my stories i did run into bernie sanders there so bernie's just been everywhere making his rounds around the city i don't know how he does it i think the first hundred memes i saw bernie were fine but the like the next hundred after that i'm like okay we're so done and no offense to restaurants because i follow so many restaurants right every restaurant has bernie sitting in one of their chairs and i'm like looking through my entire timeline and i was like there's bernie at another restaurant another restaurant it's like 25 <laughs> restaurants of the same meme of bernie right. sitting in the restaurant and i'm like i'm so done i'm so done with this <laughs> i hear you but i thought mine was pretty good because we were actually sitting at a fire pit and bernie's clearly cold because he's got mittens on <laughs> So no, I hear I'm there for it though. I love all these Bernie memes. They they make Instagram worth it for me right now. <laughs> so uh, they have a really great fire pit where it's warm and cozy. I tried shrimp tacos, carne asada platter, and uh, guisada stew. And I'm just loving Sue's chilies and soups right now because of cold weather. And the depth of flavor in the stew was really a showstopper. And the meat was really really tender. Carne asada had a good char, and all the elements uh, with the soft corn tortillas were were really tasty. Um, I honestly got the shrimp tacos because of the pineapple mango pico, and I know you like those fruits as well, Nelson. I was craving some fresh elements that we don't always get with winter comfort food. And so it, mm-hmm. it was, it really hit the spot. And overall, just really relaxing, low-key dining experience. And the food was delicious. And honestly, Nelson, in that two-block radius, we should do a food crawl in that two-block radius because there is so much food just just walkable right there. Oh, there's a lot of places in that, just that Fremont area, mm-hmm. just that small spot. Yep. Right. Pineapple on tacos, very acceptable. Pineapple on pizza, <laughs> Unacceptable. unacceptable just not gonna leave it unacceptable. there unacceptable <laughs> completely unacceptable yes we agree nelson completely unacceptable <laughs> look if, if pineapple was abundant in italy they would have probably put the pineapple on pizza but if you go to italy if you go anywhere in rome or if you go to tuscany do you ever see pineapple as an option on pizza no so don't put the pineapple on the damn pizza okay i'm off i'm off my rant so passionate 
so passionate about this. <laughs> Nelson has strong feelings. No pineapple on pizza, folks. And I agree. And while we're at it, stop calling it Hawaiian pizza. It's not us. We didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. Why is it called Hawaiian pizza when they add Canadian bacon to it? Are there a lot of Canadians right. in Hawaii? No, there's not. I think I'm more passionate about pineapple on pizza thing more than I am than Chinese people making terrible desserts. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's yeah. where we're at here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oranges i have some oranges uh, for you nelson <laughs> actually i i bought a huge bag from costco of navel car car oranges and i've been eating right? them. i've been i've been liking oranges just not with chicken i just don't put them together with chicken that's all yeah you just like them as your dessert i hear you <laughs> right. Yeah. If I cut them with my own knife, if with my own right. knife, I'll eat them with dessert. Right. Somebody brings you like slice oranges. Like where, who cut these? Where do they come from? It's all knife oh tracing. God. I just had a flashback back in the day when I played football in high school at halftime, parents and the booster club that our parents would cut up all these oranges and throw them into this Gatorade bucket. And then they put in the middle and then, all of us would reach into that huge Gatorade bucket and grab an orange out of that. How unsanitary <laughs> is that? That's disgusting. I cannot believe I ate orange slices out of that damn Gatorade bucket. That is gross. I just realized, oh my gosh. Oh Lord, so you're much gonna be thinking about this all night. I am. Oh my God. Shades of PTSD of oranges and Gatorade buckets tonight, guys. Oh my gosh. Oh no. All right, well, we better leave our show now. It's it's yeah, gone well, off the. Show. It's, it's their show's kind of gone off the deep end with a lot of hot takes at the end here. <laughs> oh, such a short show too. <laughs> yeah, such a short show. Ah, just a regular distance show. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening tonight. We promise you we'll go back to our regular schedule next week. We'll have an interview and maybe some other things. But in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for enjoying our, our rants. And of course, happy eating Seattle. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe for future episodes and leave us a five-star rating and review on whichever platform you're listening on. In the meantime, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Seattle Foodie Podcast and on Twitter at Seattle Food Pod. You can also email us at Seattle Foodie Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we hope you enjoy the Seattle Foodie Podcast.